Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. My name is Rosh. Hey, it's great to have you here. Another week talking about our favorite topic, YouTube. And this week we're talking about social media and YouTube. And yes, YouTube is social media. How's that? Well, it's because you can comment to the content creator. When you are in your car and maybe listening to the radio or even satellite radio, you can't comment back. You can't tell the person you agree, you disagree, or add to the conversation. However, on YouTube, you can do so. You can comment as long as comments are on, and in most cases, comments are on. And that's the social media aspect of it. But I want to talk about how we can use social media to support our channels. The fact is, in some cases, it has made the career, social media, other social media, has made somebody's career on YouTube because they had an audience already. And I'll explain more of that in a few moments. And for others, it's just not the right thing. It is just a waste of time. There maybe needs to be more effort elsewhere to develop the audience. If you followed much of my work, whether it's on YouTube or other podcasts or my writing, you may be aware that I talk about the combination code. And that's finding your combination to separate yourself from the competition. And if you look at the Tube Labs cover art, you'll notice this little apple-y fruit thing, multiple layers of fruit with a combination lock in the middle of it. And, and that is the representation of the combination code, which runs throughout all of the work that I do. It represents you separating yourself from the competition. And to get YouTube right, you have to find your combination. And there are a lot of tips and tricks that people can share on podcasts and videos about YouTube that can be extremely helpful. They have helped me tremendously through the years. There are some wonderful creators out there that are giving us some excellent information. And I, I will have a show about those creators, let alone having some of them on the show. But I, I will talk about them because I want to give you a little bit of a head start if you've not had the opportunity to really look through and understand who the players are in the YouTube educational space. But our goal is to find our combination and your combination is not the same as anyone else's. And so you have to find that combination, which means you're always testing new ideas, trying new things to see what works and what does not for your channel and for your audience. Because you can be doing something that is a best practice that has really worked for somebody else and it does nothing for you. And social media can be that type of a activity. Sometimes we wonder how somebody just grew so quickly. How did they do it? They just started their channel and they put up a video that was kind of average wasn't that awesome and your video was better on nearly the same topic and they took off and you did not. Why? Well, quite often 
they have an audience elsewhere. And that audience may be through a blog. That audience may be through an email list. That audience may be through other social media platforms, maybe Instagram. But not only that, the people on that social media platform have to want to see more content from that creator. So people who follow that person on Instagram have to be starving for more in a way, so much so that a good percentage of those people will follow them to YouTube and stay on YouTube and keep coming back on YouTube because they want to see more of their stuff. They may not stop following them on Instagram, but they went to YouTube to really get more of that thirst quenched of more of their content. Because you can have people follow you on social media over to YouTube and you know from your call on Twitter and Facebook and other social media platforms say hey come on over you know subscribe to my YouTube channel and some of your fans some of your following very well may do that they may hear your call to action but they they get what they want on Twitter they get what they want on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn and that's their place and they may never come back and then that can be a problem just like the sub for sub problem where you just keep asking people for sub 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 now they care nothing about what you're creating but they did subscribe to you awesome great but they never came back which ultimately hurts your channel and the same thing can happen when you're pulling people from other social media platforms but like i said you may have a solid fan base that would follow you anywhere. There could be a brand new social media platform and they'll follow you there. And if you have that kind of a fan base who could really benefit from videos that you create on YouTube, then them following you over could be a great benefit because when you upload that video, and all of your fans come over from Facebook, from Instagram, Twitter, wherever they may be, Pinterest, then that hits the view velocity element that is so important on YouTube. If you can get a lot of people to your video in that first hour, that can help trigger additional views in the YouTube algorithm. A lot of opportunity, it depends. There are so many different points that YouTube looks at. I've had situations where I drove the most number of people in the first hour to my video ever, and it didn't do much better. I mean, the click-through rates and the, the retention was all good. It was solid. It wasn't that it was a bad video. And I've had others where I didn't do much at all. And YouTube, for some reason, started increasing the impressions and giving that video opportunity. You don't always know what that is. However, you can give yourself a little leg up by having people drive to that video early on. And that's why an, a good solid email list can be very helpful as well as that social media community. But again, it needs to be people who would actually care and benefit from going over to YouTube.
There are a few ways and best practices for you to consider when you take your videos around the web, especially from YouTube. We have to remember this one basic fact is that the other social media platforms don't like people leaving their platform, just like YouTube. YouTube rewards people for staying on or keeping people or bringing people to. So if you bring people to the platform from your email list and they stay, you are rewarded for that. However, if you tell them, hey, go check me out on Instagram and a good portion of people from that video go to Instagram, YouTube's not going to like that. YouTube is not going to reward that behavior. And that's the same on the other social platforms. And when you take a link from YouTube, especially, especially over to Facebook. Now, I want to address that in a moment, but for the most part, Facebook does not like YouTube. YouTube does not like Facebook. And they tend not to show each other's stuff. And and they just have a rivalry and will depress videos from YouTube. And I actually lately have been just posting some of my videos on Facebook, despite the best practice and knowledge that I have. And I've gotten some reasonable views from it. However, I'm not going to recommend it to you. The better way to go about it is to upload your video natively to that platform and let people know that they can go over to YouTube if they want. So you uploaded your video natively to YouTube and then you take a link over to say LinkedIn, you're not going to get as many views and opportunities because it is taking people off of the platform. So those platforms will not promote it. But if you upload it natively and then maybe put that link in the description or let people know there's a link in the description that, or even the comments that's available to them if they are interested in seeing more videos on that topic. Now, another best practice to consider is to not just send people over to a video. Send them over to a playlist, a playlist that hopefully you're creating regular playlists with your videos. Now you can show them that first video. However, they will continue on viewing a playlist. And what does that do? Well, exactly what we've talked about. The fact that they will continue on to watch more and more videos, especially if they really like your work. So, When you link out into social media or even in an email list, make sure you give people a link to the playlist and that will be of much more benefit. So the question is, should you build up another social media platform to support your YouTube channel? And that can be a yes or a no, depending on how good you are at social media. Because in all sincerity, it is a lot about engagement, especially on Instagram and Facebook. More engagement leads to more opportunity. And if you're driving people off from, say, Instagram to YouTube, you very well may have the same problem we just discussed from YouTube to other platforms. Again, they don't want you driving people off. So you may just want to focus on 
Instagram, if it's Instagram that you want to grow, or whatever platform you want to grow, and focus on the same similar topic, something that's related to your YouTube channel, which will support. So maybe it's just enough different, but of a, a similar topic that people will care enough to follow you from one platform to another and watch you and connect with you in both places. But you want to develop a good, strong following before you start sending people over. So don't just open up an Instagram account, start posting, you get 50 followers and then start sending them to YouTube or try to send them to YouTube or make it all about your YouTube channel. Because yes, you may get a few people over there. However, you rather really focus on that channel and compound that by getting a lot more. And down the road, when you have a strong community, a strong community that you have all the faith in the world in that would appreciate that once in a while that you mention, oh, by the way, I have a YouTube channel. And then later on, it's even stronger. You say, I have a YouTube channel and there's a link below if you're interested in this type of video or this playlist with more information about what I just talked about. In other words, increase the amount of engagement about or conversation about the other channels. We call this channel building. We talk about this as a channel building focus. And we use Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or Vimeo or Pinterest. That's a channel. And we want to build our channels, but we want to have one as our core channel. And for those of us listening to this show, YouTube very well may be that core channel. Now, maybe for some of us, YouTube is the support channel to other social media, and that's okay. You have a very strong presence. You don't want to move your Instagram presence to YouTube, but you'd like YouTube to support you on Instagram. And there's nothing wrong with that too. However, I would take the same approach in your channel building. I wouldn't start pushing Instagram out of the gate. I would build that channel using the best practices Focus on that audience at the level you can. Don't take away from your core channel. Make sure you're not alienating or ignoring that core community that you already have. They're so valuable. You don't want to just find yourself creating YouTube videos and ignoring the, the community of people that really do care. But over time, maybe you can then say, oh, by the way, if you like this video, I have something over on Instagram that you may also find valuable. And like I said, you just keep building that up. And you can, over time, be more and more bold, not just the casual mention, but be more and more bold about driving people to those other places. Once you have that solid, and in many ways, what I would refer to as a predictable audience. When you put up a video, you'll know you know you're going to get so many views at minimum. And if it's really good, it'll be a lot more. But you know what your, your core is going to do. And so you know that, hey, I have enough. If a percentage, if 10% or 20% of the people that I give this call to action to go over to the other channel, whether it's Instagram or Instagram to Facebook or, or YouTube to Facebook or Pinterest to YouTube, whatever it may be, 
you know that that percentage is going to have a meaningful because remember this is a this is a risk we're taking it's going to have a meaningful effect so when you do something on those channels and drive them over to YouTube it's going to be meaningful and it's going to give you the kick that you need rather than just an average everyday hello hey you know at the end of every video go to my Instagram or you know five times a day on Facebook go over to my YouTube channel you don't want to do that you want the community to appreciate you where they found you the reality is you don't want to spread yourself too thin now in some cases you really do want to at least open up an account in the various locations and in some cases for example a Facebook business page a Facebook business page is not going to give you a lot of opportunities unless you really work it well and I've seen people still to this day despite the fact that Facebook only gives you about 2% of the views you may have a thousand people like you but they'll show you they'll show 20% or 20 people your actual status update and that's not very good odds there is it so you, and you don't have control over who it is although most likely it's in most cases the most active people kind of like on YouTube the people who've watched a lot of your videos will most likely get served your latest video and people who've engaged on your Facebook page will most likely get the opportunity to see your latest post in their feed but you don't have any control over that and it takes a lot of focus and work and I've seen people do a really good job with it but it takes a lot of effort and some good solid creativity in other words Facebook wants to show unique engaging information topics whatever it may be whether it's video photos or text and it's the same thing for all the platforms but it's hard YouTube is really hard with all the editing and all the things you need to know and in some cases some of the expense that you need to lay out to do or create a video at the production level that you are looking for. And so that's why I'll say sometimes it's fine to have a Facebook business page and update it once or twice a week just to show people that you're in business that you're there and maybe that is sharing your YouTube video even though you know most people will not see it the people who come to that page maybe from a website um, or your website or blog or another social media wherever it may be they will then see that oh this person is active this person is uploading to their Facebook page and then they never come back because they're never notified that you had anything new come up so that's okay as long as you put these new or other social media platforms in what I would refer to as a maintenance mode. You schedule the updates maybe just one morning. You could schedule all the updates for Facebook, Twitter. And no, you have to understand that that is not social media. That's posting to a website. A necessary evil to show that you are open for business. If, you, if someone goes to your Instagram page and they see that you've not posted for six months why in the world would they follow you so it's important to have a plan and recognize which of your channels are your channel building channels and for most of us obviously listening to this podcast is YouTube 
And so we're putting most of our time and effort in growing that channel. And again, you may have another side channel that you are growing once you get, say, YouTube established, or maybe you've gotten your Facebook pages or group established. And that's a good topic is groups. Because when you develop a group and people who appreciate you, especially on Facebook, if you get a few thousand people who are really engaged on a topic in Facebook, you can a little bit easier drive those people to YouTube because this is a fan base or at least a group of people who are championing around a specific topic, who are who like this topic and are involved in the topic and would appreciate the videos that you are putting in there. And because it's your group, you can do that without someone being upset. Well, not that people wouldn't be upset. People sometimes are upset, but it's your group. You can do what you want to do and moderate it the way you want to. And so groups for Facebook specifically can work really well. And then sometimes Facebook, your personal profile page can work out pretty well too. However, your channel building pages have to be real social media, not the maintenance mode, social platforms where you're just doing maintenance work and showing people you're open for business, you're actually working and engaging at a high level with people on that platform, going to their videos and commenting, going to other people's videos within your industry, within your niche and starting to develop relationships with them and maybe start to collaborate down the road, doing all of the things that you can do. So I would suggest rather than focusing on outside social media, especially if you're strapped for time and need to be focused, focus on developing the relationships inside the YouTube platform. Build friends there who very well may share your videos. Let people know maybe in the community tab that you have a new video that is out and that they will champion you and you champion them and you can build your channels together using the YouTube social media platform. The Two Blabs podcast is hosted at thetubeblog.com.